Welcome to Boundaries Unleashed, the podcast where you break free from people-pleasing, set healthy boundaries, and own your life. I'm your host, Vicki Pittman, and as a self-love activator and confidence coach, I'm excited to embark on this transformative journey with you. Join me to get the tools, insights, and support needed to escape the people-pleasing trap. Subscribe and let's set you free. Now a little housekeeping. This podcast is an extension of me, Vicki the Coach and Vicki the Person. I'm equal parts grounded reality and modern mystic. So be prepared for the occasional F-bomb and talks of spirit guides. You'll hear it all here, with love, of course. So lean in, lady. It's time to unleash your potential. Boundaries Unleashed, reclaiming your self-care is about to start. Your journey to empowerment begins now. Hello, and welcome back to Boundaries Unleashed. We are going to be talking about an interesting topic today, because I feel like it's one of the things about boundary setting that often gets overlooked. And really, it's all about having the courage to be disliked and really standing firm in our choices. So what we're talking about today is really is what happens after we set the boundary? Are we prepared for the after effects? Are we prepared for the consequences of our own decision-making, even when it hurts? So we're going to be talking about really navigating the seas of disapproval. Because the truth of the matter is, your decisions will be questioned. Your conviction will be tested. And not everyone will get why things are so important to you. Not everyone will get why you need this boundary in place in the, in the first place. And for me, when it comes to boundaries and especially setting boundaries for the first time, there are really three phases that you have to navigate. The first one being the discernment phase. And this is really where we're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> what do we want? What do we need? What is essential to our well-being or what's missing in our life that we want to bring in? Okay, so that's the first phase, the discernment phase. The second phase is the implementation phase. This is where we actually set the boundary, right? We communicate the boundary. There is consequences for the boundary. We're following through with those consequences. So it's really about, that's like the meat and potatoes of a boundary is like saying it and doing it and following through. The third and final phase, and in my eyes, is the recovery and acclimation phase. So this is where we get to deal with and manage basically the fallout of our decisions. So this is all of the emotions we're going to be feeling, um, all the emotions that we'll have to be responding to from other people and opinions of other people, um, as well as how we feel about all the changes that we've decided to make, right? Because even though we may feel good about those decisions, we can still grieve things that we're going to lose, or we can still feel sad about the decisions we've made because there is some sort of loss in there. Relationships will change. Dynamics will change. And so this recovery and acclimation phase is really super important because it really is the key to what makes boundaries really stick. And so that's what we're going to be focusing on today is really this third phase. Um, like I said, I, it often gets neglected and it's typically the area where people tend to backslide on boundaries or they don't follow through with their boundaries is because they don't create that environment to let the recovery and acclimation phase um, be smooth and, and easeful. Okay. I don't even know if that's a word, but I just said it. So it's going to be a word today. <laughs> all right. <laughs> easeful. I make up words all the time, y'all. Um, 
Now, so in this recovering acclimation phase, this is really where self-management skills, resiliency, and faith really come into play, okay? It's the phase that feels the most uncomfortable. And it's funny because we always think that setting boundaries is the most uncomfortable, but really it's the how do we feel about it? How do we feel about people having an opinion about it? And again, it oftentimes leads us to backslide on our boundaries or even prevent us from making them in, in the first place or even preventing us from making them in the future because it's so uncomfortable. Okay. And why is it so uncomfortable? Well, especially as a recovering people pleaser, it can feel like the end of the world to be challenged or disliked. Like if someone said something to me and was like, well, I don't agree with that. Or what do you mean? Or I don't get you it can feel very affronting, right? Um, you could be thinking to yourself, you know, I didn't see that reaction coming. I didn't prepare for the rebuttal. Uh, I didn't pick up the signs that this isn't what the other person wanted. Like it feels like it's coming out of nowhere and it can feel very, very daunting. It can feel a little aggressive. Um, and it's, it's, it's a hard emotion to kind of get your hands on. And the mental and emotional game comes up like, oh my God, they hate me. Uh, you know, what are they going to think about my choices? Will they judge me? Are they going to abandon me? Are they going to challenge me, question me? Um, and then at the end of the day, you know, you may be thinking to yourself, well, I'm a horrible person for having needs. Like I'm selfish. Like that's why they must be reacting this way. And, you know, those are just thoughts we tell ourselves as stories we tell ourselves, but you know, those stories have real feelings attached to them and they have real physical responses attached to them. So I don't want to demean them, but like this is this is the reality for people pleasers that, you know, that's why boundaries are so uncomfortable because all these things come into play, right? And this discomfort really permeates everywhere. So it'll permeate in our bodies, right? We'll get into that fight, flight, freeze, fawn response, like our nervous system will respond. So uh, we'll have some physiological responses, like like maybe you'll start getting flushed your face will get all red. Maybe uh, you'll start crying. Uh, I know my tears have betrayed me many a times when I'm trying to make a boundary. And it's like, ugh, it makes me so upset because I'm like, I'm not sad. I'm just intense right now. <laughs> um, I've had, you know, my body sweat. Uh, clients have told me they feel kind of dizzy or lightheaded. Um, some clients I've heard have just been, they just feel stunned. Like they just literally like when they get confronted or in, in kind of in a you know, a conversation that feels like conflict, you know, they get stunned. Like they don't have words to say. They, they don't do anything. They just kind of like deer in the headlights kind of look. And then, you know, we start having these unhelpful thoughts like, oh shit. Like if I'm feeling all of this, I must be the problem, <laughs> right? It's like that Taylor Swift song, like I'm the problem. It's me, right? We, we start assigning like, oh, we start taking responsibility for not only our emotions, but also their emotions, their response or their reaction. And so we just kind of blame it on ourselves. Like I'm the reason why I'm feeling this way because I'm making them feel uncomfortable. Okay. Um, we see it in our actions, right? Like I said before, I've had clients um, describe that they just freeze up like they, or maybe they start stuttering. Uh, they can't find their words um, or even they backpedal their words. Like they're like, I'm just kidding. You know, I just said that just to see what the temperature of the room was. I don't really mean that. Um, so, you know, that is common. Uh, I've also had clients like just like run, <laughs> like they've removed themselves from the room. They like hang up the phone. They like turn the phone over. They stop texting back. 
because it just feels like too much. Um, and so you can see why this third phase, this kind of recovery and acclimation phase is so important because it's, it's above and beyond just setting the boundary. It's like, okay, do I feel confident? Do I feel empowered enough to really see this through? And that includes managing myself, managing my emotions and detaching from feeling responsible for other people's emotions and their reactions. Okay. So how can we best prepare for this third phase? How can we intentionally accept being boldly unpopular? Okay. Not saying that every time you set a boundary, it's going to be received with, you know, negative feedback, but it's a, it's a real possibility. So that's kind of the angle that I'm kind of going with today. And so how can we attempt intentionally accept being boldly unpopular and be navigating those seas of disapproval? And first, it's really about getting a trusted partner to back you up. So as much as, you know, we can feel confident ourselves, it's really nice to have that, that second person to kind of back you up and remind you of why you made the choice in the first place, right? When you made this choice in a neutral setting, in a neutral environment, when you sat with your intuition, when you're like, this is what I need in my life, that trusted partner will back you up and remind you of the decision when you feel overwhelmed with those tough emotions, right? So this could be a spouse. This could be a really good friend. This could be a therapist. This could be a coach or a mentor. Okay. Again, they're there just to remind you and give you that strength and that belief. Like, you know, you wanted this, you know, this is the test like this. I'm, I'm here for you to support you, but you wanted this. So remember that. Okay. So it's a little bit of like social accountability, if you will. Second, how can we intentionally accept being boldly unpopular is to really learn the self-management techniques and resiliency building skills prior to implementing some of these big changes or some of these big boundaries, right? Like if you know that this, you know, if you have a boundary that needs to come in place and it's going to be a game changing boundary for good or worse. You're going to want to make sure that you have those self-management techniques and resiliency skills prior to going forward with it. Because again, once you're in the middle of it, you're going to be an emotional like storm. And so we can't really tap into our rational thinking and our mindset if our emotions are so intense. And so to you want to have those skill sets, um, you know, learned or practiced prior to go, especially those big boundaries. Okay. Because, you know, if the worst would happen, okay, you really have to have a plan to protect yourself from going to this really big, deep spiral. Right. So it's even worse than just like backpedaling, but really even going, you know, back a few steps than you originally started from. So it's really important that you have these skill sets, um, prior to making these really big changes. So really taking the time to study or learn from a mentor or a coach. Okay. Third way of being able to intentionally accept this is to become besties with your intuition and up your spiritual game. So when I always joke that when people in life go low, we have to go higher and like metaphorically and like literally higher. So our faith, our spiritual practices, Things that are above and beyond this, this earthly world is what's going to carry us through those tough, tough times. And so, again, this is something that you want to be intentionally nurturing so that way when these 
these times come up where these big boundaries need to be put in place, those skill sets that that relationship with your intuition is already there to support you. It's going to have your back. Okay. So those are really important to really navigate the sea of disapproval. So get a trusted partner to back you up, learn the self-management techniques and resiliency building skills and become besties with your intuition. All right. So the takeaway for today, remember this, your decisions are uniquely yours. They fulfill your needs and desires to live a joyful life. Okay. Not everyone's going to understand them. Not everyone's going to agree with them or even accept your terms when it comes to boundary setting. So you'll need to have a plan for that recovery and acclimation phase post boundary setting so that you can feel grounded in your decisions and navigate the seas of disapproval or even the overflow of positive attention that may come your way. If this episode really resonates with you and you're thinking to yourself, well, shit, I don't have a plan. I want to personally invite you to message me today, right now, right after you get off this episode, okay? Or even just stop it right now and, and text me right now or message me right now, okay? Let's start a conversation and figure out where the gaps are in your current approach and boundary setting and self-management skills so we can create a plan that feels manageable and empowering for your boundary setting badassery. All the links to contact me are in the show notes. So Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, email, they're all there, okay? My Leap Coaching Program, a 16-week self-love activation, is a program that will help you navigate all of all three of these phases. So the discernment phase, the implementation phase, and recovery and acclimation phase when it comes to being confident and setting boundaries. Okay. You can feel confident that you know exactly where to go and how to manage yourself during the boundary making process. Okay. And this may be the exact next step that you need to accomplish your goals. So again, I just want you to send me a message and we can start a conversation and let's see what's possible together. Hope this episode was enjoyable to you. And I look forward to hearing those messages. Much love y'all. Thanks for joining me on Boundaries Unleashed. Don't forget to subscribe for more inspiration and practical strategies. It's time to own your life. And follow me on all of my social media channels. I'll include those links in the description of this episode. Feeling inspired to share this episode with a friend? Please do. This transformative work is too good to keep secret, and I'd love to welcome them into the fold. Until next time, remember, your boundaries matter, and you're on the path to becoming your authentic self. Much love.